Hey there, dudes. There comes a time in everybody's life where sometimes, instead of recording from their good, expensive microphone, they record things from their laptop. Who, you may ask, did this heinous thing? Was it one of my guests? Was it one of the guests that I I trust with this show? No! No, no, no! Of course not! Of, of bitch, of course not! No, no, no! It was me. So, the person that talks the most in this episode, aka me, has just just a not good audio quality. So if if that's gonna fuck you over, then I understand. But this is a very funny episode, and I would listen to it anyway. But listen to this good audio quality for the last goddamn time, because we're go- about to go into a land of nightmares where I sound like I was speaking into a sock for the entire episode. I hope you enjoy it anyway. I'm sorry. Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs sit together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how long we're gonna pretend that this podcast has any advice on it. Uh, we have none. We have none advice. This has turned into just a podcast. Uh, this week we have with us Adam Perry, also known as Red. Hello. Uh, we have Alfred Clark, also known by his persona, Penny Blue, which I've decided. First, uh, I'm sorry? It's your persona now. It's your persona now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a choice in this. It's your persona. Okay. I don't know why. I don't. I mean, I don't know why this name is now my fursona name as well but okay i mean like it's a cute fursona name i feel like it's got like it's it's got a color in it that feels very fursona maybe i don't know much about fursonas <laughs> this 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 is this is his nice call out episode uh, we also have our rules enforcer caillou what kind of animal is a is is a penny blue Ooh, now that's what this episode is about today huh <laughs> that was the fastest pivot so far <laughs> it's a it's a lion with the head of a pigeon and the body of a pigeon i feel like it should be <laughs> so wait so just a pigeon with the heart of a lion then yeah Ooh. yes exactly <laughs> It's brave enough for it. I like all the internal organs are lions, so it's just crammed into this tiny <laughs> oh, pigeon that's body. So which grim. I enjoy. Scale? Yeah. Oh. Is it the size of a lion or the size of a pigeon? Like uh, pigeon, oh, definitely. No, pigeon. no, a lion-sized pigeon is very good. <laughs> no, that's it is definitely. Very... Me. Although, no, I I assume that it actually has to be the size of like a human man because like a what it, a human man because oh, yeah, like it's a fursona, doesn't a your persona have to be like a you in it like mm. you have to be able to cram a you inside so. it so i guess it's <laughs> pigeon head pigeon body lion insides but also alfred inside. yeah so it's so, so i am a pigeon uh a, a pigeon <laughs> pitch lineman i don't know <laughs> I don't think, I don't know why I didn't expect this to gather as much intrigue as it did, but okay, well, okay, now now I feel like it's time to go round the table and uh, everyone else introduce their own personas. Oh, what would my persona be? No, I don't know. Like, I I feel like that's something that I have to really consider. I've really considered your persona, obviously, but I've not got around to me yet. We don't okay, We did Kai. Whatever. Fucking. I'm here. I'm Ismail Hutton. I'm also known as a teacup gamer. And I don't have a fursona yet, but we will. <laughs> Next God episode. Next episode, the fursona. <laughs> Shit, we can't though. I mean, we probably could. It's, I mean, we 100% it, can and will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably 
might be more related to D&D than whatever this episode turns out to be, I guess. Um, but yes, this week, guys, we are talking about making up a boss battle. Um, if this sounds familiar, it's because we have done it before. Uh, but we are doing it again because uh, shut up is why. Don't question us. Uh, we're going to do this one a little more uh, like the, the last episode we did on creating a magical weapon um, where we created an amazing mold sword. Uh, but this time we're going to try and create a monster to slay with the mold sword. Also, we were like discussing what we should call these episodes where we essentially just... Adam, did you just <laughs> fucking really open, a cold one. open an unnamed soda product <laughs> right is... into your microphone as I'm talking about was, this podcast? It's actually super far away from my microphone. It's just very sensitive. You crawled into my eardrums and opened up <laughs> that unnamed fucking soda product. God damn it. Sugar free. <laughs> Holy shit, this is a nightmare. Uh but yeah, we're we're discussing like what we should call these episodes where we essentially just take time out of our day to make a cool new thing for D D. Uh we had some very good ones like uh Critterations was very good that I liked. Uh, we had Crit Chat Shop Shop, which gave Alfred no end of delight. Um <laughs> We had the Cretaceous period, which is also very good. Oh, that's good. Um, if anyone has any any ideas on what we should call these, then fucking go onto our Twitter and vote on it, I guess. Or like suggest new things. We'll we have to come up with something because I have no doubt that we're going to do this more in the future. Because mm. again, we've given up the pretense that there's actual advice in this podcast. I'll try and bring it around at the yeah, end, man. like like a nice wrap up in a uh, sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so we we're we're gonna start making a, a a creature. I have no idea what we're doing or why we're doing this. This was essentially me being like, I don't know what we're doing because I'm very sick and I can't be bothered to think of things. Um, but yeah, so how do how do we start making our monster, my dudes? Well, first of all, we need to designate what type of monster it is. Like, is it a fiend? Is it an aberration? Is it a beast? Um, some other type of yeah. fate, like a fae, anything like that? Yeah, I like the I like the um yeah the monster classifications for like they're definitely you can get yeah I think they're pretty inspiring. Good. So what 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 ones do we have to work with? We should get that up first. Oh, okay. I was I was not like directing that to anyone in particular, except I totally was, and it was totally to Kai. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I've got it. Here's right here. <laughs> uh, I've got my monster <laughs> okay. The only person we've managed to get on this podcast that gives a fuck about the rules, I guess. <laughs> well, the thing is, this is one of those. <laughs> This is one of those rules that doesn't even matter, so, like, it's just... <laughs> Ooh! Get a hold of Resident D&D, bad boy! It's I'm, time! <laughs> I'm sure I've just made, like... I'm sure I've just made all of Reddit just sort of, like, get up in arms and start typing away furiously. Like, what do you mean they don't matter? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have, like, as your host of a woman doing a, po- a podcast about D&D... Reddit is already on us. Like, if you think that the presence of a lady in D&D is not enough to get them to fucking shit their pants, then you are incorrect. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> what are all the uh, the the classes? Well, not the classes. The the types of plant. monsters we can do. Plant, plant is plant. one of them. We'll just make a plant. We'll have to do a horticulture episode where we just make a nice plant for D and D. Oh, that's gonna. I definitely want that as the next. I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to decide which which of the names so far that I like the most so that I can get the plug in. But I honestly, I don't have a favorite. There's uh, aberrations, beasts, celestials, constructs, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends. Giants, humanoids, monstrosities, oozes, plants, and undead. I feel like we should r- rule out a couple. Like, rule out humanoids, because then we're just making, like, a and dragons. They're yeah, dragons, dragons are boring. Dragons. Dra- I'm going <laughs> to crawl through the screen and punch you. But, like, we don't need to sit around and talk how to build a dragon, because, like, dragons have been done before. Sure. Yeah. Like, so that is the name of the game, after all. If we're crossing yeah. out dragons and monsters, uh, wait, dragons and humanoids, then that's 12, so we could roll with d12 if uh, anyone has <gasps> We could roll a d12. Let's roll a d12. My dice are in my bag. My dice are in another room. Who has got dice oh, on, though? Oh, I'm going I'm gonna to ask Google to roll a d12 for me. <laughs> That's no, what but I'm doing. we need that. No, no, guys, we're on. We're on a fucking audio medium. If we're not doing our fucking role porn, <laughs> then on. we're not actually doing a D and D podcast. No, hold on. I'll just ping my can a few times. Don't you fucking bring <laughs> that unnamed soda brand back into my house. And by house, I mean my ear. Literally, I'm bringing <laughs> a full. I'm bringing a full pack over. And just notice I'm nobody's oh, listening to me, even though I've tried to roll the one. Oh, oh, oh you rolled one. one. Okay, yes. well, what was that then? Was aberrations? Aberrations. Yes, aberrations. Ooh, aberrations. Oh, my favorite. Okay. Aberrations. Aberrations like uh, like beholders or aboleths or yeah, me. Cthulhu. <laughs> me, me, human flesh boy. Me. Human flesh boy. Can we make a human flesh boy? No, that would fall under humanoid. Never mind, we're not going to make a human flesh boy. No, I'm pretty sure you can buy those on um, Anne Summers' websites. Ew. 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 I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I'm, I'm going, because I'm a trusted source of information on the internet, uh, I'm bringing up the description of aberrations and like what they fucking are. Aberrations generally all have bizarre anatomy, strange abilities, alien mindsets, or any combination thereof. Most have dark visions out to about 60 feet, but as a group, they have no other special abilities or immunities. Do we want them to have... We're like... making a big creepy boy. <laughs> Just watch us end up creating a beholder without realising it. No, I've, I've got a great idea. Has anybody read The Colour from Outer Space? Cthulhu. Is it? We're not making a Cthulhu. It's a HP Lovecraft uh, story, but it does nothing to do with mm-hmm. Cthulhu. Basically, this meteorite lands, and this sort of color comes out of the meteorite that nobody's seen before. It's an unknown color, and it sets about like corrupting the entire landscape. I feel like we are not. We can't make a color. Why not? I feel like my brain is like I'm very sick right now. I don't know if like my brain will be able to handle the concept of making a color. I can't think of any new yeah, colors. But how, how, yeah, but how are we going to describe that color? Oh, it kind of looks like red. So red then. <laughs> well, no, okay. So, this, so red. It's red. This is thing. Um... No, but it's also blue. Is that what? Is it purple then? What about uh, you said something coming out of a meteorite? What about like a you know, like a cream egg. It's got. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, let's this. make a cream egg. No, 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 we, no. But like, you know, like a cream what? egg has like the the delicious chocolatey outer shell. Now I'm hungry. The delicious chocolatey outer shell, and then the soft gooey interior. You could have the yeah. soft gooey interior be the monster, and then it's protected by the shell. Oh, uh, like they like, made, like how they made Daleks. Like kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Ex- exactly like that, mm, except <laughs> tastier. 
Except Ooh. not Daleks. That's copyright infringement. Yeah. Yeah. But like it moves the it it like cracks the meteorite and like moves around, kind of like a an outer space turtle, but a turtle that is evil. <laughs> evil space turtle. Evil space okay. turtle. Creepy it's evil a space good idea. turtle. Let's let's call it a a lardec for now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no, no god damn it! No. No one. No one. No. I, I don't know what you're talking about. No one's ever said that word before. Uh, who's, what's that sound? Is it the general physician I hear? Oh my god! <laughs> 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 uh. So what I'm imagining is just like essentially like a crustacean now like i feel like it's one of those like really creepy little crustaceans that just has a meteor as a back instead yeah. of like i feel like that's just a pokemon yeah that I, i'm kind of thinking of a pokemon yeah but also what are dnd creatures if not essentially pokemans that you do fights on instead of a uh, capture <laughs> You sounded right. like you sound like anybody's mum trying to describe Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a weird space crustacean. I guess a, a space crustacean that's here to rule the nation. I mean, I mean, oh. ab- aberrations are often like, like, like if, like, I, I'm looking at a list and a chul is um, a large, pale yellow lobster-like aberration mm. with pincers and Ooh. tentacles. We've made so, like... a fucking crustacean aberration. <laughs> a crusta- yes, that's, that's the name of the that's the name of the episode. <laughs> there God we go. Damn it. A crusta- the crustacean aberration creation. Oh God. <laughs> I'm leaving the podcast. Uh, <laughs> um what what size should it be? Is it small, Gargantuan. medium, large? Yes. Oh yeah, we have to make a gargantuan. <laughs> we're not we're not here long. to fuck around. We're making a boss battle. Gargantuan. Got it. Yeah. I'm writing be- all this down. An impossible color. God damn it! <laughs> no, because okay, th- you're here specifically to ruin me, Kai. There's this thing called impossible colors. Uh, uh, you could look it up on Wikipedia. There's these pictures, and it looks like you have like a blue square and then a, a yellow square, and there's these two crosses in it uh, uh, inside each square. And you put your eye on each cross, and you cross your eyes over, uh, and so uh, so that the oh. two different colored squares sort of like overlay, and then they turn into their own color that isn't represented anywhere else in the world okay i've mashed my face into my laptop screen and it's not working (laughs) did you look up the picture as instructed yes or are you just smashing your dumbass face on like on a dumbass screen (laughs) not that stupid though (laughs) i've had no reason to suspect otherwise adam perry (laughs) leave me alone now we need to look this up. Wait, I need to look this up now. Okay, wait. So I found that it's it's like a yellow and a blue square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your big dumb eyes on it and my nose opened YouTube. So, like, <laughs> essentially, this is nothing. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, buds. I see a blue and a yellow square. Yes. Guys, come on. So do I. I tried my best. I can't see the impossible color. We can, we can, okay, well, we can have it be, like, spacey meteorite colors on the outside, and then on the inside that nobody gets to see, it's like, this color is black. I don't know. Where did that sentence go? Someone's meant to interrupt me, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect to be able to speak for that long without being interrupted. Welcome to Crit Chat. Okay, so, God, I'm so trying to get a handle on our weird creature. So, our crustacean aberration creation. So Mm. far, we have, like, a gargantuan space beetle boy. Aberration. Aberration. 
So it's a big, a big. I, I'm so mad that this all came from you fucking being like, you know, a Cadbury's cream egg. That the danger. <laughs> like, okay. That's a heinous thing that's happened. We need its. Uh, we need its um, alignment. Ooh. I mean, it's evil as hell. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like we're we're let let's go like straight like I feel like it because it's like a space monster boy it would come down with very much like the same kind of uh, thought process as like a Thanos so like oh we're here to I don't know why Thanos is starting to do this we're going to squish most of your world why is it oh I didn't realize Thanos was played by Christopher Walken I gotta make a choice sir. I don't think either of those was Christopher Walken hello. even a bit. I'm g- hello. I- I'm gonna get the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'd be into it. Oh, so are you co- are you comparing Thanos to a lobster? To... <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. What? <laughs> I'm not comparing it to a lobster. I'm comparing it to this very specific lobster. There's a difference. Space lobster. I'm just going to write Space Lobster, lobster because that makes me Just write Space Lobster. So it's literally just an alien. Yeah. Essentially. Cool. An alien. We need its armor class. I mean, its back is literally a meteor. I'd say say 18, if not higher. It's got to be higher than that. So armor class is often defined by other statistics, like dexterity. So depending on what we're doing with it, uh, it could be, that could depend. So if we just say it has an asteroid around it, we can just arbitrarily make up a number and say that. Yeah, that it's got no asteroids. It doesn't have armor. to be based on its stats. It can have natural armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that the natural armor makes sense with our our big back boy. Um, I just got the the image in my head of little like mini meteors uh, flying around it, a la very yes. very fast um, like asteroid belt. Uh, that can be like little attacks, like crown of like crown of stars, the spell crown of stars. Yeah, maybe if I knew that spell, then yes. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much what you're describing, but with stars. Yeah, but you could just yeah. uh, it could be flavored. It could be different. Yeah, little asteroid. But no, I like that's cool. I like I like I like the idea of an asteroid of a, an asteroid belt, but it's like more like an actual belt because he's kind of wearing it, and he's a <laughs> he's a guy. I love holds up his pants. See, okay, now that you've said that, Alfred, in your head, is it just like a lobster man? Have you, have you just created a lobster man in your head? It's Zoidberg. We, might, we made big spooky Zoidberg, because, I mean, I'm not against it, but I need us to know if we've made big spooky Zoidberg. It's lo- So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say like an 18 armor class seems... Seems good because it's a big well, boss battle, boy. What what challenge what challenge rating are we going for? Is it going to be? Is it for higher levels or is it for lower levels? I feel like if it's a, anything that's gargantuan, then there's going to be a certain amount of. It's going to be pretty high level. Oh, then give yeah. it. A, let's let's give yeah. it a twenty-one. Okay, oh. like because I, I was thinking like maybe like not not like the end of the campaign boss because like you know it's D and D. The end of the campaign boss is probably going to be a god or some bullshit. Or, like, the guy that you pissed off back when you were level one. But, like, essentially, like, the the filler episode of we need to we need to have a boss battle in here somewhere oh a giant space <laughs> hey look look up in the sky what's that <laughs> <laughs> it's your friend the big spooky space crustacean 21 20 it's still be 21 class. you know like depends on how far the kids 21 yeah fine. yeah oh yeah no yeah. That, 21 that was more just the thing of uh I'm just going through the monster manual. Uh, hit points. Lots. Just... Uh, many. 372. That seems reasonable. Uh, 
I mean, hit points. I don't know. I just hit points and hit dice is determined by your constitution and your challenge rating. So we could spend some time doing math, yeah. or we could just like. No. Do you want I to? I will not do math. We can do that. I'm, I'm I will not do right. any math. I'm oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I've said fifteen. <laughs> no, no, Kai. I've I've expressed my <laughs> desire for lack of this. Please, Kai. Um, I was thinking maybe we could do um. We we mentioned in one of the previous uh, episodes um, about uh, big encounters like this, um, having a more kind of uh, video games approach to it, which I've always really liked since then, and I really wanted to try and implement it. So maybe we could do that here. Like, so instead of having just the bulk hit points that you have to get down to zero, and then it's you know, you got to fulfill certain criteria. Yeah. So, like, for, like, the first level, you have to, say, like, get through the asteroid belt. Uh, for the second one, you have to crack the asteroid open, and then you have the damage that you the do to the delicious interior. The yeah. delicious Christine. <laughs> you just have to slap him up at that point. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, and I can just I'm just picturing this giant fucking crab coming down from the <laughs> outer space you've got the bard that's quaking in his boots you've got the sorcerer that's shitting themselves and the fucking barbarians putting a bib on and getting a knife and fork out <laughs> I was made for this the thing is oh my you crack God, it open good, actually. You're, ready to, you're ready to eat that egg but then you see the impossible colour and your, your mind goes mad god damn it <laughs> <laughs> if this fucking thing has an impossible color to it. Also, I need it, like, now that it's a crustacean and is also based upon a Cadbury's cream egg, now I just think about crustacean flavored fucking Cadbury's cream eggs and I want to do a vomit mm. into sounds... the world. That sounds delicious. I, I keep picturing, um, so you know how crabs, I think crabs do it, but they carry their young in their mouths. What if it like opens its mouth and bows out like lots of baby versions of itself, like minions for you to fight? Oh I did... god, I hate that. I mean, it's very good, but I visually and viscerally, I hate it. Wow! <laughs> snap! 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 Don't forget the pencils. <laughs> I mean, I do like. Statement. We. I mean, we can have the. We can have the like little little meteors that go around the big meteor. Be little baby <laughs> lobster meteors. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw, throwing its children around. Mm. Are we all good with the idea of like the kind of more video game esque, like fulfill the criteria to like whittle it down? Yeah. So it's just, so it goes through several different like stages. But I like the idea that it's literally like the the meteor. Like we just basically treat it like it's, it's a bunch of rock. So like if you have a if you have a say for instance a hole thrower, then you can. Um, you could just like put take a big chunk of the meteor out just with that, or like you would use like heavy duty mining equipment. And otherwise, you should just run away because like you can't hurt this boy. Yeah, like a, a, a regular sword's not going to do anything to it, so it would yeah. be pretty much immune to that type of damage. Mm. Immune to non-magical slashing, piercing, and bludgeoning damage. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, not even. Yeah. I mean, like even even if you have a magical sword, then like. I'm imagining that there's enough meteor that you're not going to be able to carve your way through. You can make it that it's it's immune to all damage except from maybe like one angle. So you have to hit it from the front. You know, like it's, where all its claws and tentacles are. Oh, where the claws are. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Though yeah. it does it does uh, leave a thing for like, you know, like that that's going to be where the the main attacks are going from anyway and also like ranged people are able to hit it pretty easy i'm always a fan of on on the top or on the belly 
like top or belly are very good places mm. for like a little sneaky like off switch or oh, kind of like shadow of the colossus <laughs> yeah kind of like shadow of the colossus but with more space crustaceans you know well you that could have it be immune to all damage except stuff from the front until you break its like shell asteroid rock open so right, so we've got we've got three stages of this thing the first stage is its main 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 form where it is big big lobster boy with asteroids going around it um how how do you stop the asteroids doing the thing yeah i think it, yeah you just want to like have a good idea of the actual physicality of the thing like maybe like maybe they float okay. around but they're not actually like flying around like projectiles maybe they're just kind of like they're almost in zero g even though you're like on on a planet or something oh, so like they're it. kind of floating around and trying to snap at you as they fall, fly past okay but you can uh, kind of punch them around what if it's so big that it generates its, its own sort of mini zero g atmosphere for it to survive in i do like that that doesn't do like that make any sense from a scientific um, point of view but sure but it's an aberration it's D. yeah, yeah we're not here for yeah. science we're not here for yeah. numbers and but science no, but... we're here for a big <laughs> no, sexy space monster dr hawking when did you get here <laughs> <laughs> well no, to be fair like being big creates gravity not anti-gravity and it's not really yeah. big enough to create like enough gravity that it would affect the that would uh, overcome the gravity of the planet because that would be larger than the planet unless it is larger than the planet Oh, no, I no. mean, done. But, but it's no. just a, it's it's an aberration. It comes from it's yeah. kind of extra dimensional. Yeah. To be fair, so. the beholders turn off all magic when the place that it's looking at. So you could do that. Just turns off gravity. You Maybe. could also you could give it um the crab itself and give the meteorite attached to its back its own separate hit points. So if you yeah, take yeah. out the one or the other first of all, and then there's okay. something eviler lurking inside it or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like an impossible color. Great. <laughs> This is the worst day of my life. This is going to go even further into fuck you science, I guess, which is now um, my theme of the year. Is it too much to ask that if you get close enough, like within like the asteroid belt, it will pick you up and make you a part of its gravity? Yeah, yeah like, that's what I was going to get. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So you have to do the battle floating around mm. this big spooky boy which i do like yeah i like that what would it be that's causing the grab like if you if you broke apart the asteroid bit would that make the gravity thing stop or if you broke apart the the meteor back shell or if you or is it until you get to the gooey insides it's still generating this weird gravity thing what if it's got- oh god i'm just picturing tamatoa from moana now i feel like maybe it's just the like the consciousness of the creature that is okay like I don't think I, I, it would be weird if there was if it was like if you you chunk off enough rock and then suddenly everything <laughs> just like flops to the ground. You could have it like yeah. there's like in the in the ring of like little baby asteroids. There are like maybe like three like red ones that you got to, and if you hit those three red ones, that's what's in controlling the anti gravity. Maybe I don't know. I feel like it might be more part of the shell that's generating the the this sort of anti gravity field around it. <laughs> Right. So just just to uh just to summarize, of the three options <laughs> yeah, that I gave chosen you, one each. you've chosen each of them. I mean, so you have to the answer at this is point. all great, cool. Um, I mean, I feel like I have to go for until it's dead. The gravity thing is going because I I just like the idea of a floaty battle. The idea of a floating battle is very good to me as a concept. I like the idea that this is 
I mean, this is how it manages to like build an asteroid around itself. Uh, like because because it can control gravity, it can just kind of crunch it all around it, so that it gets nice and That's cozy nice. inside an asteroid. That it built. I'm, the more I talk about it, it, the more I'm imagining it as not evil. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I just like it now. I just want it to be my friend. It's my new problem. Yeah, this I'm, is my I'm problem with every I'm, design. I'm picturing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like this giant space crab that builds little bits of rock around it, like you said, till it forms a big ball, and then it just lives inside it, slowly becoming a bigger and bigger asteroid. But because yeah. it's crashed into the the Earth, it's broken part of it away, which is what makes it look like a hermit crab. That's very good. That's very very good. Then you get like that nice moment of yeah, when it first lands, it was like oh shit, an asteroid, and then like it just kept <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Crabsteroid. Oh god, it's some kind of crabberation. This wow. is the worst thing because Emily's not even here and wow. we're just puns. God damn it. Hello there, guys. Welcome back to the middle of the podcast break chat with Ismay. Thank you so much for sticking through with this episode. If you're listening to this, I assume that you have stuck through with the episode despite the fact that my audio quality is terrible. Uh, I thought I tried to prevent it, but my laptop decided to fuck me over. Uh, next week, the audio quality will be back to usual. It should even be a bit better because we're, we're sound uh, soundscaping our room and it's going to sound good. It's going to sound lovely, hopefully. Uh, so look forward to that. For plugs this week, we have myself and Alfred's Twitch channels, twitch.tv forward slash pennyblue for Alfred, and twitch.tv forward slash ATCupGamer for me, where sometimes we play the same game, sometimes we play the same game at the same time, sometimes we play other games, and we feud for generations. Uh, go follow both those channels, because we're both sweet, sweet angel boys. Um, we've also got Kai's Plugs this week. He does two podcasts. One is called A Brother, Bro- Brothers in Time, and the second one is called Between Sh- Scorch and Shade. Uh, he'll tell you more about those at the end if you stick around. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash crit chat or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. Uh, if you go over to our Twitter and you give us a shout out, on your Twitter, or talk to us about bullshit, then you might get a shout-out on this show. And no one's done that this week, I don't think. But yeah, if you do that, then you get a little shout-out on the show, and that's cool. Also, this week, your task is to tweet at us on our Twitter, obviously, um, with what you think that these uh, little little episodes should be called when we make things. Uh, like, we, we had, like, critterations, or what was it? Uh, crit Chat Chop Chop. Or the other things that I said at the beginning. Uh, whatever you think is the best one. If you think that you have a better solution than we do, then tweet that at us. And we'll 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 talk about it on the show next week. It'll be fun. Whatever. As with all these links, you can find the links to everything down in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can find uh, Crit Chat on all pod apps. You can find us on SoundCloud if you search Crit Chat. You can find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat under Podcasts. Um, it really helps us if you leave little reviews on our iTunes and give us a review on there and then people might actually hear about who the fuck we are. Uh, it's good to share us around from the SoundCloud. If you want to do that, you can send people the link to it. That would be amazing. This is a word of mouth podcast. We don't really get our message out in any other way. And the only way that we, we build our sweet, cool brand is if you bring more people into it. Don't show them this episode. <laughs> Just don't. Have a... To send them, send them, send them a better episode. Send them the Mold Sword episode. The Mold Sword episode was fucking great. Uh, <laughs> don't send them this one, please. Good lord.
You can also find us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash critchat um, for even just like a dollar a month, which is absolutely nothing. It really helps us out because it lets us put the podcasts everywhere. It also makes us really, really grateful. Uh, you have different rewards at different levels, which is really cool. And you can you can get some like fucking dope shit. Um, and honestly, like if you do that, that would just be the best and the most amazing thing in the entire world. We've also got our other podcast called Half Damage, which is myself, Emily, Alfred, uh, Ian, and Ali. Uh, we all we all do an actual play podcast called Half Damage. It's very good. It's all pint-sized heroes. It's Curse of Strahd, but like you've never seen it before. Um, the next episode is coming out kind of soonish. Kind of soonish, I think. No, it's not this Monday. It's next Monday. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Um, and yeah, I look forward to all those episodes. I have the most fun recording it. I have the most fun editing it. Um, it made me cry human tears of like sadness. It made me cry human tears of laughter. So honestly, if you're not listening to it right now, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's only got four episodes out so far. That's absolutely nothing. Go and check it out. It is so good. Um, so, but yeah, Crit Chat, you can find us live on Tuesdays at 5pm BST over on AT Cup Gamer, or you can find us on your pod apps every single Saturday, and I will see you later. Again, now we're going to have to go back to the bad audio quality, and I'm sorry. I love you. Bye. We have, we have half an hour to come up with its attacks and stuff. Oh, good. We do have half an hour. So, okay, I think first we go for the asteroid. I like the asteroid, well, the asteroid belt. Because the asteroid belt is what's really making my brain happy right now. Because I like the look of that. So, what do how how does the asteroid belt work, and how does it attacks and things? I think the simplest way to go about it is just say like at a particular radius, uh, just creatures there just take damage from standing there because it's all spinning around everywhere. Uh, maybe make some yeah. sort of dexterity. Uh, probably a bludgeoning damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say base it around the spell anti gravity or reverse gravity. So the spell reverse gravity um, just hovers you in midair and you can't do anything about it unless you hit the ceiling. And as part of that, it could just be it spins you slowly in a circle. But then it's constantly trying to attack you with its claws or fling rocks at you or insult you. I don't know. <laughs> Aww. Turned into a mean boy. Oh, no. <laughs> he just wants to be shiny. The copyright. The copyright. Our <laughs> angelic voices would certainly earn us a copyright. Mm. He wants to be mildly bejazzled. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if the uh, if if some of the little rocks floating around are also mini versions, like baby baby space yeah. lobsters, then they could <laughs> then like maybe when you take it take a take a hit from a rock, there's a chance that it's a little lobster, and then it like clings onto you with its claws and starts like snapping at you. Like oh. a grapple, yeah. And then you have to kind of get it off you somehow. That's very good. Maybe I do like that. Crabsteroid. Yeah, so stepping into the... The sphere. centrifuge? Sure, yeah, stepping right into the centrifuge mm. where you get roll bludgeoned as fuck by, by the thing. So how much how much bludgeoning damage would you get by stepping into it? If you So if you step into within 10 feet of it, you get yanked, yoinked up into the air and then, I don't know, every, so, every turn you need to make a deck save or while you're in this, no, every radius you just take, I don't know, 3d6 bludgeoning damage from getting pelted by these tiny asteroids. The specific amounts we can figure out later. Yeah. Yeah, because if, if we're going for a high level encounter, people can fly and stuff at this point, so it's not that big an issue. And if they can't fly, that sounds like their problem, so. 
That sounds like you were a dweeb and picked like a rogue or a ranger. <laughs> Losers. Didn't you just uh, pick a barbarian? Don't at me. So yeah, you get you get your, your bludgeoning damage. Uh should we say like a fifty fifty chance of like one of them being like a little snappy little friend? Or mm-hmm. should it be a higher a higher percent chance or a lower percent chance that it is a creepy little little nightmare monster that well, matches on to you well like for for the dm when the encounter starts he rolls um 3d10 and that's the amount of asteroids there are and then a third of that is like baby crab versions sounds like work <laughs> i know i was like but that's so much more work than just being like eh each time maybe oh, there's, it's a there's baby. 18 asteroids and six of them are crab babies i'm also envisioning there's just like hundreds of little asteroids all over the place yeah. Uh, like golf ball size yeah. if i were doing it because i don't want to do the math of like oh well you've killed this many crab babies so this is the amount of crab babies that you have to kill left and therefore we have to roll this dice to see i would just make it like a 50 50 every time because i'm a lazy bitch i guess yeah no i, I, I yeah. would do the same by that logic you might want to make it actually like one in six because then when it does latch onto them that's another thing to okay. track, keep track of Maybe one in four, because I want them to experience crab babies. <laughs> yeah. I just want these crab babies. But yeah, I, I, I think I, I think it's fair to be out, like, yeah, like, I mean, if if they start, like, taking out <laughs> crab babies, then you could secretly <laughs> roll, a, roll a dice to see, like, you know, like a, I don't know, 2d10 or something. Or, yeah, 2d6. Just to see how many yeah. are there, if they start going down that route. But maybe it gets really angry when you take out one of its baby things, baby lobsters. <laughs> I like the idea of an enrage mode. <laughs> I've been I've been imagining that they're not actually like it's actual babies. I, I know I've been saying the baby is babies, but like I've been imagining that it's just kind of sucked them into its atmosphere and <laughs> like a, maybe there's a cobalt that isn't just meant to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I I have a hundred percent been imagining that like if it's been around a little bit, then you'll just see like corpses also in its fucking sphere just going around, which is grim. Oh, if one of your party members dies in it, then their fucking dead ass floaty body is just gonna be in there, huh? That'll be creepy and gross. What I if, like that a lot. What if they're not babies and they're actually just uh itself from the past? Okay. We're going into time travel. (laughs) I've been throwing the idea of like creating a time traveling D and D monster, and so I feel like this might be the one. No, Kai, we've got fifteen-ish minutes left. We can't put time travel in it, Kai. We have to come up with with attacks. We've got to come up with attacks and stuff. It's fine. It just it's just it just has an impossible color on its insides. It travels through time, and uh... I I like I like normal like oh we're, we're gonna keep us on track it's like no but what if let me go into its time traveling backstory yeah so you can make a time attack it shoots like a cone and everything in the cone like starts aging and there's already there's already like that's the, aging what, like like a specter like a specter's yeah. attack or is that a wraith one of them it would be nice to have a really weird a really bizarre effect and as a kind legendary like action yeah. it can shift its position in the initiative order ah like that yeah Roll two d six, and it can no roll one no roll one d ten, and it can move shift in the initiative order by that much up or down. I was just thinking, just anywhere at once, Ooh. you know. Oh, we got. I like. I like. We've got like one that's like, oh, here's a roll with it, and the other is just like, nah, it just gets to do whatever the fuck <laughs> it wants. It's got to. It's got to have rules behind, otherwise. Well, yeah, the rule is know. it can shift. It can shift anywhere in the initiative order once. <laughs> the, that's the rule. The rule is it does what it wants. <laughs> 
That would be for three legendary action points. Then, oh yeah, for sure. Because that's a lot. Yeah, two or three. I do, I do, I do like Alfred's thing of like I, it should have something like very weird that it's able to do to the PC. Like I do like the aging thing, but the aging thing's been done before. What if um, uh, if you get within ten feet of it, like the the whole gravity thing kicks in, but you've also got a small but possible chance of being skipped in the initiative order because you're plopped one turn ahead. Oh, like you're oh, pulled out weird. of the time stream. That's cool. Like yeah, like so it it's kind of like. Oh well, what's that? It's it's kind of like dimension doored you into the yeah. future. So like um, <laughs> against your will. A lot, a, a lot of the, a lot of campaigns have a very specific thing. The one that I run out of the abyss has a thing called Phaserus, which is if you cast a spell while you're in this yellowish fog, um, you have to roll another d twenty with it on a one. Uh, a wild magic surge happens, but what you could do in this case is that if you step into this field, you roll a d20 on a one, you get plopped forward one round. I I I do like this. This is very good. But this is that, a very good I'd say that's that's really powerful. So yeah. I'd say that that would need to have a downside to it. Maybe just like doesn't have as many hit points. Normal, simple as that. Just like honestly, that might be that might be enough. Just because like yeah, I, mean, I don't think it needs to be quite balanced. Like yeah, I mean once you <laughs> once you like solve it and get through it and you know get your pneumatic drill on the asteroid and you get to the center, <laughs> and you, just, you just chew them oh, up. Oh yeah. So so okay. So with the the shell, so that's probably gonna be immune to a lot of things, right? Like. I would say I immune feel... to pretty much all damage, bar psychic damage, until you can get through its shell. The cr- like the crab itself, I mean. Yeah. Maybe oh, okay. The crab itself. Okay. It, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe you can hit its limbs or something. Yeah. Yeah. It goes them back over time, but oh, yeah, oh, it just goes yeah. back in time to a. <laughs> it just goes. Back, it goes back in time to a point where it still had its limbs. Um, you could also you could also do you have to do a set amount of damage to the shell each round or not no damage takes effect if that makes sense. Uh, like a damage so if you do ten da- yeah, if you do like ten damage, then it does nothing. You've got to do at least maybe, and if they're high leveled characters, um, you're assuming yeah. they're going to, but it, uh, they have to do at least maybe thirty or so damage in one turn for them to have an impact on the shell. Okay, I do like that. So it so. When it when it's taking the damage, like it shows when it's taken, and then when it comes back to its order, if you have done enough, then the cracks in it kind of stay there, and otherwise they grow back. And yeah, uh, I've seen a slightly together. different uh, version of this with um for like ships, uh, and so the ships have like a damage threshold on it. Any any single one hit, you have to do a certain amount of damage, otherwise it does nothing. Most ships is like ten, so if you do less than ten damage, there is no damage done. More, you've done damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably an easier thing to try. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, okay, we, we we really need to get into the attacks of the thing because we're so running out of time. It's gonna it can, it's, it can have a multi attack. It can make two crab two um Four. crab attacks. Four. Two what the what the Four. fuck are those things called? Four. The snappy things. Claw. Claws. Four. Yes. <laughs> um, it it can make two claw attacks, and you've got to make a strength save, or you're grappled by it, and you're pulled into its web thing. <laughs> it's web. What? what? Why is to... it got webs? I'm taking a nap. No, it's it's like it's it's spider it's web orbit? of gravity. Oh right, it's yeah. orbit. That's it. <laughs> spider web of gravity. Oh, get the science boys in here. We got a new one for them. Uh, that's good. Okay, so yeah, we got we got some claw attacks. Those would be probably oh, what kind of attacks would they be? Like 
smush damage. What's a good smush damage one? Piercing. Wait, what? Maybe piercing. Maybe piercing damage. They're probably piercing damage, right? Because like you got if your little like they got the little yeah, they got yeah. little pits here, boys. They're probably good. I also because you know, you know, on like the nightmare face of any crustacean. Uh, that all look like nightmares. Uh-huh. They've got like those like gross little like feeler kind of things. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of those, but more like a cream egg. <laughs> like, again, this is Wait, based on which is batshit insane. So instead of being those feeler, like they look like the feelers, um, and then they can like and like suck out and like like suck at people, you know, like you know, you know what it's like when adventurers get sucked into a gelatinous cube. I mean, they don't. Yeah. Don't they run into it normally? Yeah, but like, yeah, like with that kind of idea, like what happens when they're in it? Could it have blind, uh, blind sight or tremor sense? Or I think it would definitely have tremor sense. Maybe just true sight because yeah. it can see through time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so mad that you have managed to make this a fucking goddamn time traveling crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's that. This <laughs> is the uh, this is the uh, podcast version, and then I also have my own version, which is. <laughs> Not not time traveling that I'm <laughs> working on for that work, which I'll probably use. There's no time travel in the Ismay You probably won't be able to feed it, so you just have to sort of like find it in its at a time before it was this big and smaller and kill I am vetoing this whole time travel thing. We, I'm time traveling back to before the time travel. It's nice. not a time travel. No, but Ismay, if you'd done that, then you wouldn't have a reason to time travel back in the first place when you create a paradox. So you couldn't do that. I so time travel, we'll all agree on it, yeah? I'm going to murder this time travel. <laughs> I, like the, I like the idea of it's able to, like, smush people into a new order the initiative but that's the only part of the time travel that's not made my brain want to explode into a million little bits well i was saying you could do a healing thing where like you just oh god it just heal per se it just uh i think i mentioned before but it goes back in time to a point where it wasn't hurt <laughs> and so you represent that by getting hit trying to think of a, a an anagram like tardis but tarkis like time and relative crustacean in space and if you ever kill it if you ever kill it that's like the end of its time, uh, its life. And so if you then encounter it again at a time before you had killed it, and you kill it then, well, you create a paradox and you like start, oh, and like no, time starts to no, fall apart. No, 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 no. <laughs> Remember when I vetoed this? Remember when I vetoed this? I can't... Remember when I vetoed this? It's me, your mic's cut out. I can't hear what you're saying. We're talking about time travel. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. This is what happens when someone with a Doctor Who podcast designs a boss monster. <laughs> yeah. I like my favorite. My favorite was like last time that Kai was on an episode where we did this. He was like, "No, you guys are making this too complicated. What are you doing?" <laughs> and now, well, how many issues? Any complicated rules? They're, they're all simple. Uh... It's a simple rule. He t- travels through time. Crap, big crap, big crap. See, that's the ba- that's like the last time that I was in this podcast that this creature made sense is when we're like, is Big Crab? <laughs> that is as far as I got. Okay, so we've got its asteroid belt that gives you a certain amount. We I think we said like maybe 3d6 or something along those lines of yeah. bludgeoning damage if you go into it. You also get sucked up into its orbit. And if you're sucked up into its orbit, then you have to float around and do all of the damage. Is it also still, it can only really get damage from the front? Is that still what we're Until doing? Until you break through it. So give it, give it, um, give it a, an armor class of 21 until it's, um, and like a hit point total of like 300 until its shell gets broken. And then its okay. AC goes down to 18 
and its hit points are like again 300 because you've not damaged most of it uh, but then yeah. give it some cool new abilities we we don't have time for the cool new abilities we do not have time for cool new abilities <laughs> well just to say the, the impossible color makes people go insane roll for insanity i'm going to die oh like a level of madness yeah oh i like the madness table i'm back in the madness, yeah, you got so. That's all to do with time travel. Oh god, what are we gonna This is this is not a good creature. We've created a nothing again. Um, how is the mold sword less confusing than this thing that we've done? How is the mold sword less confusing? I don't know what you're okay. talking about. It's fine. Oh my god. So, <laughs> the to get through the hard outer layer, you have to do at the least salty chocolate exterior. <laughs> the salty chocolate, the beautiful, delicious chocolatey exterior. To get through that, you need to do what? I think it. I think it's maybe thirty damage would be a bit too much, maybe or maybe not. Oh, so you need to do thirty damage in one turn to even damage it. But I say, like I still say, like because it's a boss battle, at least a couple of hundred hit points into the the shell. Not not in one turn, like you, you in total. Not in one turn. No, no, no. It has a damage threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a total amount of hit points you need to do mm-hmm. do that breaks. Well, it should be it should be like a total amount in a specific place to like chisel your way through, like so that everyone has to like focus on the same spot. Okay. The shell. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Everyone focuses on the same spot. Uh, they to chip it apart enough it needs so wait did we say uh, it has to be at least 30 damage or what was it what's the end consensus it doesn't matter <laughs> I, I feel like you can you... we haven't bothered with any other numbers I feel like you can... nothing <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> matters Kai <laughs> yeah whatever you have to get through at least like 30 damage per round to be able to keep the damage on if not it could be like grows back and it's fine again if you get through the damage of the outside then you get the inside the inside might make people insane <laughs> I don't know, roll maybe a... A bad wisdom save. Bad wisdom save. Wisdom save. Then you get a level of madness on the madness table. There's a bunch of madness tables. They are an infinite delight, and I love them to death. I use them all the time. I fucking love them. Um, And then, yes, and then you just have to defeat its little insidey bit. It's got pincers also. How many attacks per round does it have? Uh, I'd say two while it's got the shell on its back, but then once it gets its, like, arms free more arms sprout out of it oh yeah so- <laughs> and if it can <laughs> yeah fair and if it can shift itself in the initial order that could open up even more attacks and it can cast okay. spells too oh which no, I, just, I just have this i just love this idea of like the barbarian jumps on the back and starts trying to chisel chisel the way through <laughs> the asteroid and then like one of the little asteroids like knocks him in the side and he fail, fails a save so he, he, he starts throw, like flying around instead and then they they come back with like <laughs> yeah. climbing gear and pittons so that they can like lock themselves lock into the lock onto the asteroid and like yeah, really go to town. I don't know. Good. Meanwhile, the crab just yeah. wants to go home. <laughs> yeah, Aww. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never been here to hurt us in the first place. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Also, also, I forgot about the part where some of the bludgeoning damage. If you roll like a D four, maybe half of the times it's a mini crab, and the mini yeah. crab will cling on to you and do I don't know one D six. <laughs> The fucking pinsy pinch the damage. Pinsy yeah. pinch damage. Pinsy damage. Eat you, I guess. With its weird lobster. Yeah, tendrils. it tries to eat you sometimes. That's fun. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you get to eat its delicious insides. And weirdly <laughs> enough, it tastes like the insides of a delicious Cadbury's cream bag, <laughs> but with a, a slight hint of crustacean. Okay, that's the time we have to start wrapping up. Alfred, what plugs do you have for us today? <laughs> uh yeah twitch.tv slash penny blue um you can come out and hang out and i'll be playing games sometimes 
Kai, what do you have to plug for us? I know you mentioned it before, but I run a uh, D&D podcast. Uh, yes, I run a D&D podcast. Uh, it's called <laughs> Brother in Time. I do it with my, uh, my little brother, Nathan, and um, it's, well, it's, it's a bit shit, but it's great fun. That's that's not your that's not your D and D podcast. <laughs> what? That's your Doctor Who podcast. What did I say? What did I say? Did I say D and D? You said D and D. See, yeah. I knew I said something wrong. I just hadn't said it yet. <laughs> Jesus fuck! What's happening? That's my Doctor Who podcast. I also just started a D and D podcast with some of these lovely people here. Uh, Ooh, uh, is yeah. me Alfred? Not you, Adam. The other Adam, Adam Terry, uh, and wow, he's not here. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fine. I'll go and f- I'll leave. Also, did we just fucking give Kai a creature to use against Oh, it's a space us? creature. <gasps> That's a, a good point. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's manufactured this all to screw <laughs> us. Although, at the same time, good fucking luck taking what we've said here and turning it into anything usable just, ever. Just, just email me and I'll help you with it. It sounds fun. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got some ideas. Um, yeah. yeah. Up, up, upcoming is Adam guest starring as a space lobster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all these guys. Oh, uh, you can find me on uh, t- uh, twitch.tv forward slash a teacup gamer if you want to see me play games and do other things. That's also where you can listen to this thing live if you want to do that. Uh, you can find uh, Quit Chat on Twitter at Quit underscore Chat and talk to us there by tagging us or using the hashtag Quit Chat. You can also like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Quit Chat. That one is all one word. Or hop over to our Patreon with Quit Chat, again, all one word. Uh, wherever you're listening, you can go into the description, find our Discord channel, as well as the link to our SoundCloud, where you can listen to and download previous episodes, as well as giving us a like and a follow. You can go find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat under podcast and leave a five-star review for the five-star show. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I mentioned the follow this if you want to see. We're, we're live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. BST over on AT Cup Gamer, or you can find us on any podcast app every single Saturday. Uh, until then, I have been... Ismay, I forgot my name for a hot second. That's how bad this has gone. I've been Ismay. <laughs> I've been Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> I have been Alfred. And I will be cut. <laughs> I'm going to go watch The Little Mermaid now. <laughs> God damn it! Join us live on Twitch, Tuesdays at 5pm on A Teacup Gamer.